It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. On today's Locked On Thunder podcast, Jabari Smith Jr. is working out for only two teams, and one of them is your Oklahoma City Thunder. Does that clear up the pathway at all for what the Thunder will do at pick two? Is it simply just Jabari Smith Jr. or Chet Holmgren? Plus, it's time for our Keegan Murray player profile and projection as we head into the NBA draft in two weeks from now. All that and more coming up on today's Lockdown Thunder podcast. The Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LO Thunderpod. Email the show, LO Thunderpod at gmail.com. On today's show, we have another 2022 NBA draft profile giving you all you need to know about a possible Thunder prospect. Today's prospect is Keegan Murray. But before we do that, let's talk about Jabari Smith Jr who had a workout and a interview session with the Orlando Magic. So Jabari Smith Jr., he goes to Orlando today. He works out for the Magic, and the Magic made his workout available to the public and then made him available to the media. And so here's what he had to say at his Orlando Magic media availability following his workout with the Magic that this is your first workout did you meet with the magic at the combine uh no i did not i only met with the um with the thunder but um we wasn't able to able to meet it just didn't work out so we, we said that we was gonna meet when i uh, came down to work out so, so I get- will, there be, will there be others uh yes i have one more workout with okc and uh, that'll be it okay. how much does being the number one pick matter to you i guess um i think it matters a lot you know the, with, with the names that have been the number one pick and you know um just the expectations and the pressure that comes with it i think i'm ready for it and I think it means a lot to me. Jabari, I don't know. That audio courtesy, of course, of the Orlando Magic media availability with uh, Jabari Smith Jr. And a huge shout out to our good friend, host of Locked On Magic, Philip Rockman Wright, who got that uh, video, sent it over to me. uh, And he was, of course, there covering the Magic. So uh, in that audio clip that you just heard, very interesting things came out of it. Number one, he's only going to work out with OKC and the Magic. That's a huge deal. Uh, He talked to... uh, the Thunder at the Combine and only got to talk to the Thunder at the Combine. Remember, these top-tier guys at the Combine, it's all rushed because uh, they're going to pull themselves out. They're not going to play in the scrimmages. They're going to get measured, talk to a few teams, and leave. And so if, you're, if your schedules can't, con- you know, if your schedules conflict with other players that a certain team's working out, then you're kind of out of luck at that point. So uh, he only got to talk with the Thunder at the Combine. I wouldn't say that's any signal about the Magic not talking to him. It's just how the Combine would work. So uh, he talked to the Thunder Combine. We'll work out with the Thunder 
uh, here in the coming weeks before the draft. And then it has worked out with the magic. And those are the only two workouts he's going to do. Now, um, this is interesting because as an agent, uh, if you thought there was a, a world in which you'd fall to three, you'd work out with Orlando. I mean, you work out with Houston. It's not as though falling to three is this huge slap in the face. So it, it feels as though his camp truly believes he'll go number one or number two. And of course, the Thunder do not waste workouts, and especially, again, in the hustle and bustle of the combine, to squeeze in an interview with a specific player is a big deal. So it is a big deal the Thunder have interviewed him already, and we'll bring him in for a workout. He says he does care about going number one overall, but I think that any player will care about going number one overall. Uh, you heard whenever Chet Holmgren was asked about that, him saying he wants to go to whatever place is the best fit for him basketball-wise to help his career grow. That's another way to take it. But, of course, it's no shame in wanting to go number one overall, no matter what team has that top selection. So the big question is, does this end the Jaden Ivey smokescreen? Is it officially going to be when the Thunder are put on the clock Whoever the Magic didn't take is going to OKC between Chet Holmgren and Jabari Smith Jr. While I don't think it officially ends anything because Sam Presti can do whatever he wants to, whenever he wants to, and will surprise us all, right? He'll surprise us all no matter what we think we have figured out. I do think, though, that you should worry less. Shouldn't completely and totally rule it out, but it should go. If you've been concerned about the Thunder breaking the mold and breaking consensus and going away from the top three, uh, let's say that your concern level was at a five out of 10. That should go all the way down to one and a half at the most. I I personally feel kind of more comfortable with the scenario now to where I've been saying this whole time, I'd bet that it's one of the big three. Now I feel like that bet got even even better, so to say, even, even more affirmed. Again, not to dismiss Shaden Ivey, not to dismiss Paulo Bancaro, uh, but... It feels as though if, if, if Jabbar Smith-Juder's camp is only working out with OKC in Orlando, it feels as though this is heading in a direction to where the Magic and Thunder will pick between Chet Holmgren and Jabbar Smith Jr. Uh, and whoever they don't pick, the other one goes to the other place, right? So if the Magic pick Chet, OKC goes Jabari. If um, the Magic pick you know, Jabari, OKC goes Chet. That's what it feels like. Of course, things can change. We're still 14 days out of the NBA Combine, uh, but that's where we stand right now. But again, a refresher on how workouts work. While the Thunder do not throw away workouts and do not waste them, they are going to work out and touch base with many, if not all, players who are in the NBA draft. And so you'll see you know, these workouts happen from now up until draft day. Like I believe that that screenshot, which, which we found out about Aaron Wiggins' um, workout with OKC via his Instagram because, of course, he was good friends with Jalen Horde. Um, and so he was in OKC at the time, and they had dinner and everything. And that's how we found out that Wiggins was in OKC last year. I believe that screenshot happened, if I'm not mistaken, like two days before the draft. This stuff will carry through until it's time to go on the clock if you're OKC. So uh, that's how they can get through so many workouts. But again, the Thunder not take these workouts lightly. It doesn't really mean anything, uh, but it is interesting that Jabari Smith Jr. and his agency, right, because these guys are very much coached up on what to say. And this is kind of his first time being available to the media since the lottery, since solidifying himself as a top three, top one guy uh, with all the projections of him going number one. He's been coached up on what to say. And for his camp to feel comfortable letting out there that he's only working out with OKC in Orlando and making it sound like he only wants to work out with OKC in Orlando, then it feels like he's gotten pretty good assurance it's going to be one of those two teams. Whoever, you know, if it's Orlando, if it's OKC, whatever, he's not going to go past two. Because if you felt that there was any chance at all you're going to go past two, I think you'd at least want to 
uh, have a have a foundation with Houston. I, I can't see him falling past Houston. Having a foundation with Houston, having a foundation with the entire top three. But he must feel as though it's a safe bet to not do that. How realistic is that? Who knows? But again, this did significantly reduce my quote-unquote worry that the Thunder would break the mold of, of out of the big three. It, it might not be Jabari, it might be Paolo, but I just feel like now we're getting a clear picture of this is going to be a top three guy, you know, a consensus top three guy of either Chet or Jabari or Paolo, and likely Chet or Jabari. But so far, here's the Thunder workout list in case you, uh, for, you know, forgot or want a refresher, and we have added some names to it. Uh, Jordan Goldwire, Keon Ellis twice. That's a big deal that he's been uh, um, with a workout twice in OKC. Tyson Jolly, Davion Warren, uh, Lester uh, Quinos, Isaiah Wong, and Drew Timmy both worked out with OKC, but both went back to school. Uh, so they're back in school now. Uh, Bryce McGowan's, Kendall Brown, Malachi Branham, Patrick Baldwin Jr., Jeremy Sohan, uh, Terry Eason, and Ty Ty Washington. There's two names I can't reveal, but then also add in there Jabari Smith Jr. and Jaden Hardy. One of those names is going to be a guy who goes top 12. Uh, another guy is, is going to be a second-round guy. Uh, so those are the two names I can't reveal, kind of a tidbit for you. But that's who the Thunder worked out so far um, that we know of. So here's the deal. Orlando, Indiana, Washington, Charlotte, uh, Portland, those teams have pre-draft workouts and they make those prospects available to their media and they tell the media who they're who they're working out. Uh, Washington sends out the day before, who's all coming in tomorrow? Everyone from big name guys who are top of the draft board to guys that aren't even on big boards. If you look at big boards that have 100 players deep, it's like 150th guys, right, that aren't on big boards at all. So Washington gives every little detail. Of course, Orlando, you just saw, made Jabari Smith Jr., the potential number one overall pick in the draft, available to the media. Uh, the Thunder don't make any players available and also do not tell us who they're working out. And I think that the Thunder strategy is um, the better way to go. I think that that's a much smarter way to go for your organization. Um, of course, content-wise, you, you love what Charlotte's doing. But in terms of basketball, getting an edge, finding kind of the, the margins of how small market teams can still have an edge, I personally like what the Thunder are doing. To clear up any confusion, the names I just rattled off for you, those are just who we know. That's not the complete and total list. They've worked out more than 18 guys. We just don't know who they are because we get this information from players themselves, from agents, um, from, from scouts, whoever, and we just haven't gotten all the names yet because the team is not releasing them the way that other teams are. So they have worked out more than 18 guys. Do not worry about that. And again, workouts don't mean much of anything, but I did find it interesting, again, that Jabari Smith Jr.'s camp would allow this to come out. He's only working out with two teams. But coming up, let's dive into Keegan Murray's NBA draft profile and projection, giving you all you need to know about a possible Thunder prospect. But first, let's say right now, our good friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business, serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago, you could have been going to rockauto.com and finding all the parts that your car would ever need. And I want to tell you that at rockauto.com, it is a safe place to go. Because for me, I know nothing about cars. And I don't have to know anything about cars. Listen, if I go into an auto parts store right now down the road, I walk in there, they see me, they know I'm a sucker. They know they can sell me windshield wipers for $50. But at rockauto.com, I'm behind a screen. I'm in my house. I'm in my underwear. Right. So I could be a mechanic, a do it yourselfer, or a nobody like I am that is that knows nothing about cars, and I'm still gonna get that same fair, reliably low prices of their amazing selection. 
So check them out today. Tell them Locked On sent you in the how did you hear about us box, and then we'll do it from there. Go to rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast. On the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. The ultimate NBA mock draft starts June 16th with over 50 insiders Nothing equals the ultimate mock draft from Locked On. So it's the Locked On NBA Big Board Draft Experts plus Audacity Insiders. The first pick is made June 16th. Search Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and follow right now so you do not miss a pick because, folks, we had a fantastic haul here at Locked On Thunder. So, again, June 16th is the first pick, but also the second pick. So you're going to hear on June 16th who I have going to OKC in the Ultimate Mock Draft draft make sure to check it out anywhere you get your podcast from a lot of fun being involved in that every single year that i've been on the network very fun stuff um this, this is always a very fun exercise but i want to say right now about keegan murray he's 6 8 215 has a 7 6 wingspan gonna be 22 years old though as a rookie whenever he starts his career he'll be 22 years old out of iowa the one sentence descriptor about the uh, prospect, the ringer does this great uh, late bloomer who was unranked in high school, but could be a Swiss, Swiss army knife in, uh, in the NBA. So let's get into what he does good, what he does bad, plus his availability, his range, his NBA comps, and his floor. Here's what he does good. He's a fantastic switchable defender who can go on the perimeter, who can go down low around the rim and play hard-nosed defense. I liked his physicality in college. There's question marks about how it's going to translate to the NBA, of course. But I liked his physicality in college. I like that he can switch. I think that in most matchups, he can switch one through five. Of course, there's bruisers, there's outliers, there's matchups where you can't do that. Is he going to guard Embiid? No, but who is? Is he going to guard Jokic? No, but who is? Right? But for the most part, playing Dwight Powell, he can, he can switch one through five. So that's kind of where Keegan Murray thrives is as a defender. He's a really good scorer in the pick and roll, in the pick and pop, and this is where Josh Giddy, excellent playmaker, has that floater, right? Pick and roll with um, with Murray, where Murray has this wingspan, this catch radius of, of Giddy just has to get it close to him, and he's a lob threat now. You saw the lob plays he ran at Iowa. You can easily see that working with Josh Giddy. Okay, and then pick and pop. He has a jump shot that you like. Pick and pop at the elbow. Pick and pop at the three-point line. You know, th- that can be a real source of offense for him. And, of course, also with Shea, who gets downhill at a high clip and can get down to the rack. Which leads me to the next point. He's not a ball-dominant player. And even though he can be a scorer in this league, he does his damage when set up by others. Of course, we didn't get to see that much at Iowa. Didn't have, not have a ton of facilitators at Iowa. But in the NBA... You can clearly envision a role where Keegan Murray's in the corner, uh, SGA drives, defense collapses, kicks out to a wide open uh, Murray for three. Murray 
dunks it in. You know, Murray shoots it in, right? Just described how Giddy can use Murray. Very versatile as a guy who can get set up by these lead guards. Like that a lot for OKC especially. Whenever he is having to create for himself, I like his step back. Add him to the list. Trey Mann, SGA, all of the setback. Add in Murray to the list. And again, we mentioned the catch radius, which is outstanding. I, I think that he understands the game of basketball more than any other prospect. I think he just understands where he needs to be. He can see plays almost before they happen. He knows if my guy shades up to the break of the three-point line, I need to cut back door. He knows if, if the ball swings over here, I need to rotate, and he knows when to rotate. He knows when to play the passing lanes. He knows when he can gamble and when he, when he can recover. And whenever he's playing a guy, he can't get away with that, and he just doesn't do it. He's very disciplined. He understands what to do. He's a very NBA ready-made player to make an impact in the, in the league, which is, of course, obvious at his age of 22. I think that he rarely ever gets lost. I think that he keeps your offense in rhythm while he will not be a playmaker, while he will not be a lead ball guy. He'll keep you in rhythm. He'll keep you in the flow. Shot 38% from three this last season. Eight rebounds, two blocks per game, 23 points per game as well. Here's the weaknesses. Number one, he's a 22-year-old who climbed from unranked to a top 10, top five NBA draft prospect. How much more can you squeeze out of him? If you envision Keegan Murray's potential as an orange, you squeeze an orange, get orange juice out of it. How much juice is left in that orange? If he's already climbed from unranked in high school to now a top 10, top five NBA draft prospect, what more is there to go to for him? What is the next step for him? How can he get to that next step for him? Of course, as I mentioned before, how does he adjust to night in, night out? playing tough NBA competition and physical NBA competition. Because he could out-physical almost anybody in the Big Ten. I mean, he could out-physical most of his matchups, if not all of them. you got to bring that intensity for 82 games in the NBA. Plus, on the other side, you've got just as physical, you know, just as physical um, demanding opponents. And then, of course, one weakness is the sporadic shooting. Uh, you know, his sample size as a shooter, poor. Uh, last year, then this year, he shoots 38%. He does shoot above 70% to free the line, which, of course, gives you some tell that he has some sort of uh, shooting shooting touch. So that should bode well for him. But again, it's not as though we can just lock in that 38% number and run with it. I'm, I still want to see him duplicate it, but it is a good sign so far. Uh, his availability, where is he going in these mocks, in these big boards, everything else. So the ringer has him at eight. ESPN has him at five. The Athletic has him at five. Bleacher Report has him at eight. CBS has him at five, NBC has him at six, and Tankathon has him at five with drafting at five. I have him at six, and then Mavs Draft also has him at six. So that's where he's kind of available at in these range. The ceiling and the floor of Keegan Murray. His ceiling is a perfect modern-day defender that is a third-scoring option on a championship-level team. That is very good value. However, his floor is just a highly valuable and versatile defender who's average at best offensively. His NBA comps, which I don't like to get into, but I do think that KOC of the ringer does a really good job with them. KOC says he has shades of Al Horford, shades of Pascal Siakam, and shades of TJ Warren. Again, good value. Coming up, though, let's talk about how he fits specifically with the Oklahoma City Thunder and how he can fit in in Bricktown and how they could or could not acquire him via the draft. But first... I want to say right now about our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar 
that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off of your next order. Make sure you check them out today. My favorite part about RockAuto.com is, of course, I don't know the card. My favorite part about BuiltBar.com is that they have these amazing protein bars that taste just like a candy bar. They're great pre-workout or post-workout or even as a meal replacement or a snack. You need to check them out today. Go to uh, the website and find their camo brownie option. Find their birthday cake puff option. Find everything at Built.com. Promo code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. Built.com. Promo code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We are back on the Locked On Thunder podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you, talking Thunder basketball. For your second listen, Please go check out the Locked On NBA Big Board podcast hosted by Rafael Barlow of NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter. Joined, of course, by our good friend Mavs Draft on Twitter. Richard Stamen is his name, Sam Ferris and Leif Finnell. They give you an in-depth look at the NBA Draft, mock drafts, player rankings, and, of course, big boards. It's free and available, just as we are, wherever you get your podcasts from, including on YouTube, talking all about the NBA Draft. So make sure you go and check them out. Let's talk about Keegan Murray before we get out of here. And Keegan Murray out of Iowa is a very interesting prospect. We went through where he's kind of ranged at, anywhere from eight to five. Doesn't really sound like the Thunder range, obviously, but let's talk about how he fits in OKC and then how they can get him or how they can't get him. His future role is a starter right away. I think that he'd be a starter uh, for OKC day one. I think that he kind of makes that center slash power forward slash small ball versatile stuff that Mark tries to go for. I think he shores that all up in terms of the roster, that roster impact. Look, if you want to keep around Keegan Murray, obviously you just drafted him in this case. You want to keep around Jeremiah Robson who you just traded up for and traded assets for, um, you know, at, at that point, you want to keep around Darius Baisley for, you know, the end of his contract. You draft him in the first round at that point, Isaiah Roby's dispendable. I like Isaiah Roby. I'm the creator of Isaiah Roby Island. I think Isaiah Roby has a very bright future in the NBA as a role player. But it comes down to how the business works. The Thunder invested a couple draft picks in JRE. In this case, they invested a top 12 pick in Keegan Murray. They invested a first-round pick in Basley, who showed flashes at the end of last year. What they invest in Isaiah Roby? 
Justin Patton. Justin Patton. So you see how he gets pushed on the pecking order. And then just as a pure basketball player, his role is pretty redundant with that of Keegan Murray and Jeremiah Robinson Earl. So that's where you see him get phased out of OKC in terms of the roster impact if you draft Keegan Murray. So here's where the Thunder should take him. If he starts to fall down draft boards, if Keegan Murray makes it to that pick eight, pick nine, pick 10 range, and we see a surprise flyer, well, at that point, I think it's worth giving up 12 plus something to go up and get Keegan Murray. I think he's that kind of player. I think he's that kind of talent. Why the Thunder shouldn't take him is if, you know, that he's going to be off the board at five. There's no point to give up as much as you need to give up to get to five. Now to get to eight, nine, 10, that's more realistic. That's easier than getting all the way up to five with Detroit. Uh, so you just kind of wave your, wave the white flag and say, yep, you got a good player, uh, but we're not going to go up and, and, and get him for that price point. And again, I don't think that Detroit would move the fifth overall pick anyway, but if he slips down to, you know, eight with new Orleans or nine, 10 with Washington and you know, with San Antonio and Washington, um, then he's that of a player to where you swap him your pick at 12 plus give up an additional asset. That's kind of where I'm at with Keegan Murray. I think that it's not likely he'll be an OKC, but if some, if Sam Presley pulls off some sort of um, hijinks on draft night, then this would be a really good pick for OKC. I think he fits in really well with the thunder. So until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another. This has been the lockdown thunder podcast on lockdown podcast network your teams every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.